Hey guys, it's Alec, giving you a Talk is Jericho style, different recording quality than you'll get on the actual podcast, uh, pre-podcast intro. Uh, we just wanted to let you guys know, yeah, we know this one is pretty late. We recorded this early January and we're releasing it mid-February, basically. But, uh, you know, the editing process took a lot longer because a lot of things got in the way and to kind of make it up to you guys we did include a bonus episode you should look out for that's going to release around the same time as this maybe even at the same time so you know keep keep in touch uh keep subscribed we're definitely still doing it we are going to try and work one out a lot quicker for february it's going to be a busy month again for the two of us but i think we shouldn't have a problem and you know hopefully we'll see you guys pretty soon Hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. So uh, I got I got a little intro. Oh, for good, us. good. Are you, you ready? Got a bit. Bit yeah. Of your own. Yeah, I got a bit. Oh, cool. Talk about it for a little while, and then and then we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, and and the crazy thing is, it's actually a bit this time. Oh my God, is it? Is a bit? Yeah. Are you what ready? What does that mean? Are you gonna tell me about? You hold on. Do we need to get a spotlight on you? You gotta stand up on a stage or something, right? Huh? A bit no, is like no, no, a comedy no. thing, right? Yeah, it's 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 definitely a comedy thing. Are you ready? Nice. Okay. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot? Trump killed Soleimani in a war crime. This is a wrestling podcast. Hello. (laughs) Happy 2020. Happy New Year, brother. Happy New Year. How you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> you like my song? Yeah. I guess. I mean, I've heard it before. Yeah. That's how old Lang Syne goes, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The part the part about Donald Trump doing a drone strike against General Soleimani and starting World War 3. Yeah. That part, well, I mean, they wrote that so long ago. They didn't know what it was about. Old Rabbi Burns. I don't know what that is. That's, I'm just some that's, dumb guy. that's the guy who wrote the poem that the okay. song is based on. All Robert right. Burns. Not the Robert Burns that we know, but the other one, the old okay. one, the one from All Scotland. Right. All right. Cool. Yeah. All you, our listeners know who that is. Hopefully. So anyway... Um, all right. I'm sure I'm sure it comes as no surprise to you our faithful listeners, but uh we decided to go on hiatus for December, I guess. Uh, we just do it whenever we feel like it. You guys are subject to our whims, all right? That's the <laughs> way that it really works. This is that dumb sub relationship you guys always <laughs> wanted. Did you call it a dumb sub relationship? A dumb sub relationship. <laughs> I'm not a sub, but I might be a dumb. Well, we are definitely dumbs. I mean, we're both dumbs. 
I mean, anybody who's listened to this long enough can tell tell you that. That's it's why. That's dumb. why. Uh, that's why it's it's there's so much friction between the two of us because we're both dumbs. Yeah, nobody's a sub. Nobody's a sub. <laughs> well, you guys are the subs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you the subscribed subs. to our podcast. Oh, you got there before <laughs> me. There you yeah. go. Um, but yeah, we're back. We got a lot to talk about. Do we? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, we I have... don't know. Was there an NXT this week? The week we are recording right now? I can't find it. I, I didn't I didn't watch it if there is. I didn't see it. It's not on Hulu. So maybe that's something we'll talk about. I don't know. If you have a docket, well, let's get through the docket. But I do want to bring up this whole TV thing has kind of fucked everything up for me. So I don't know. Did they even have one this week? In NXT? Because I tried to watch, but I couldn't see it. And I'm on the Hulu. You're on the Hulu. We can't see it. Uh, I don't think that I've checked yet. So. Okay. This is the week of first week of January. Um, second week, whatever. First full week of January. Yeah. And we We don't know. We can't watch this week's episode. It's like either the 6th or the 13th. I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those. Somewhere around there. Yeah, and we can't watch it because it's not there. And you guys out there with the Hulu, maybe you also noticed that it's not there. And the last episode was Christmas. Maybe maybe the uh, episode is a ghost. Yeah, maybe that's it. It's the ghost of New Year's present. I'll admit this. I have been watching all the episodes. Yeah. Except for three things, I can't remember what the fuck happened this month. Well, I'm remembering a lot of things that didn't happen, which is pissing me off because I don't know. I think that that's called imagining, Alex. No, that's not it. I'll explain, and then you'll see what I'm talking about. I don't know if people are watching the the goofy. I remember when Adam Cole killed that rhinoceros. Well, everyone remembers that. (laughs) He got in a lot of trouble. But... I don't know if everybody's been watching, but when you watch... He went they... he went hunting with Chris Jericho and Don Jr. Oh, yeah, right. They're best friends. <laughs> the, that, that's the new best friends tag team on AEW I'm hearing so much about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don Jr. Is the, Chris is the Orange Cassidy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Why is he so over? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you yeah. you wouldn't think it looking at Don Jr., but he can do a kick up, kip up with his hands in his pockets. Yeah, That's wow. very difficult to do. Oof. Well, I mean, nobody expected his dad to do a fucking moonsault off the third rope, but... <laughs> God, I wish he'd do a moonsault and <sighs> smash his fucking head open. <laughs> okay, now, <laughs> let's go <laughs> But can you do it on concrete? Yes. <laughs> I wish he did it on concrete. Okay, so anyway, let's, let's, let's go on. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if you've been watching these opening sequences or whatever where they're like last week and it's just like little clips and snippets during the opening of the show. Uh-huh. We're missing, like, a ton of shit. Kushida versus Cameron Grimes. Like, we're missing, like, all this shit because we're watching it on Hulu. And Wait, they edited out Kushida versus Cameron Grimes? Yes. 
I don't understand that at all. Well, I understand half of that because Cameron Grimes is like, I'm not, he is not a bad wrestler. He's a great wrestler. But I wouldn't say he's been the most captivating so far. I but think like, they got to get rid Kushida, of that hat and he has to you stop just, doing that weird meme mugging. But yeah, no, it's, it's that shit is, he's a great wrestler and Kushida's amazing. They just spent so much money on him and like, they're not using him basically. Yeah, they put him in a two week feud with Walt, with Walter and then like, <laughs> they just stopped using him entirely. What? We don't even know what's on the show because we're seeing, like, half of it. That's true. Io Shirai was on a match we didn't see. See, that's nuts to me because for a while it was like, you know, um, they didn't show, like, a Vanessa Bourne versus someone match and you go like oh that was probably fun but like i don't really need to see that yeah but now we're seeing vanessa Bourne versus uh zia lee and we're not seeing io shirai versus whoever she was fighting i don't even know they only showed pictures of io shirai yeah that's insane i was kind of pissed off the first week that this happened when it was uh Pete Dunn versus Arturo Ruas, yeah. but then I looked it up and it was like a two minute match. So I was like, okay, that that wasn't gonna. That was just interstitial shit, you know. No, now they're doing real shit, and we're not seeing it. And I think I know why. And it's conspiracy time. Are you ready? Oh, okay. So our primary. I would say probably our next highest competitor, the guy who's doing a podcast almost as successful as ours, Dave Meltzer, has been putting together some stuff every week, and he's been talking about the ratings numbers on the Wednesday Night Wars. Now, one of the things they never bring up is that NXT, and they bring up like, oh, PlayStation numbers are like this and blah, blah, blah. Okay, those are all live showings yeah they're not bringing up the fact that probably everybody who's watching AEW is watching nxt at a later date through a service like hulu or through whatever yeah sure i think that that is pissing wwe off we know that they get pissed off because we're an unofficial podcast and we have to say that now yeah, 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 yeah. So we know that they get pissed off about they, stuff. They aren't sticklers, and they don't hold a grudge, and they won't. <laughs> well, be- we can say that as long as we say that's our unofficial opinion. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. are sticklers. They hold a grudge, and they don't want people watching this shit on pre-recorded stuff. They want you watching live on TV. So they're cutting matches they want that they know you want to see, and they're putting it in the intro. To piss you off and make you <laughs> want to watch it on TV live. I mean, and I, I don't, I don't know if this is so much a conspiracy theory as just actually, definitely, what's happening. Just, just how business works in America. Yeah, but the thing that's wild is people are all watching it on your Hulu. Your Hulu numbers are going to go down that way, and then you're going to lose the Hulu deal, or you're going to have to renegotiate that or something. But I guess they don't care about that. That's not the big new hotness like TV is. Yeah. Well, so, I, I think that I think that also probably the money is more on the TV side. Like I don't know. Probably, I, but you know, AEW 
I don't know if there's any um, on-demand streaming except through uh, the TNT app or something. Yeah. And so I wonder if they're now looking at Hulu numbers as meaningless because there's nothing to compare it to. Yeah, it could be something like that. Uh, It could be... Yeah. I mean, that could be the case. I, it, there could be a lot of, like, reasons why they're making this decision, but they are they are cutting so much out of the Hulu show. And I've been talking to our friend of the show, uh, who we should beep his name because he always likes us beeping his name, uh, to... And he's been he's been he's been pirating it all because Mr. X. Yeah, he's been pirating everything because he's just like he's been watching it on like the Russian creep uh creep sites because he just wants to he just Russian want, creep sites doesn't sound good. It's not good, but it's a consequence that he's doing because he also doesn't have cable and he does have Hulu. We're paying money for the product, but we're not able to watch the whole thing. Yeah. So yeah. that's the thing that's wild. So I guess the idea is you just you just pirate it now so you can watch the whole thing because I think it's wild that we're missing these matches and that also we don't even know if they recorded an episode this week. I think that they did. That's the whole reason I'm bringing it up because that Wednesday Night Well, War yeah, there segment, was an AEW this week. Yeah, and that Wednesday Night War segment said that NXT really lost in the ratings, and it's like this is wild because I look. It even screws over guys like you who you want to watch them both, and you don't have a TNT account or whatever, so you're gonna watch AEW live and you'll watch NXT at another time. They don't want that. They don't like the idea that you're gonna be contributing to the other side, so they really want to turn it into a war, which is a problem because they're gonna lose because AEW seems bigger, and we'll talk. Well, about that. and uh, it's gonna lose because. I'm not going to say that, like, oh, uh, AEW is the good company. I don't believe in good companies. Right. But as far as baggage, AEW doesn't have baggage. Whereas when I think about NXT, I think about a great wrestling show that I like to watch that is run by a decrepit old mummy and his shitty son-in-law who directly help fund Donald Trump. Like that is, that is something that I have to deal with. And yeah, so just wait far, until Donald Trump Jr. Is holding that AEW championship belt <laughs> in the jacuzzi. Well, but that's what I mean. Yeah, like it's going to, I am sh- Yeah. Something bad is going to happen at AEW. The best that we can hope for is that, Whoever is running AEW handles it well. Yeah, they'll just get Bernie Sanders to hang out with Adam Page. Oh, I mean, I would really like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you do. You You have Chris Jericho and Donald Trump Jr. versus, uh... Hangman Page and Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders dies on the way down the ramp. <laughs> no, man, he's looking good. Have you seen him shooting hoops and, and hitting baseballs? Come on. I bet he could do a Canadian Destroyer. Everyone can do a Canadian Destroyer. Well, I mean, everyone can do it, but not everyone can take one. <laughs> 
Oh no, 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 no. He's he is basically gonna be like one of the Rock and Roll Express. Sure. He's gonna go through that he's Ricky, one he's a real Ricky Morton. He's he's gonna go through that one table that they always send the Rock and Roll Express guys through that It's the same has, table every time. They it's the same a, they table put Z- and it's Velcro under it to keep it together. Well, it's it's also it has skirts on the side, so I think that there's a big air pad underneath it. Yeah, well, there should be. And also, just fucking send Bernie better, Sanders through that shit. Look, he could take that. They better. He start could take fucking, that. They better start gimmicking these tables. Because to bring it back to NXT for a second, holy shit, I feel bad for Dakota Kai. Oh yeah. We were talking. We were talking about her, and we'll probably talk about her at some point soon. But. That table spot was bullshit. You should not stack tables that way unless you need to. I mean, I guess people do that in wrestling. I've seen them stack that way next to each other like that. But that's I don't I I always wonder why people did that because of exactly what happened. She clipped one table that didn't break and chopped her head open. She had like eight stitches or something like that or staples. I don't know. That's awful. And right when she was doing something weird that. I don't really like, but we'll probably talk about, and it's at least getting her in the show. Okay, let's 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 talk about very quickly about what has happened this month. Yeah, we'll do that. I mean, we we're what, talking what about what can you remember happening like this month? What do I remember? It, it's funny because it's it is that is a big part of it. Like they've been putting so much focus on Dakota Kai being a bad guy this month. I like Dakota Kai as a bad guy. I like it in theory but i don't like the way that she's acting as a bad guy oh i fucking love it they're making her act like she's tough and then she turns into a weenie which is fine because we know she's a weenie she turns into a cheating weenie but the thing is she's in like 20 minute matches so that's weird so the thing that i would like to book it as is she's the same wrestler she comes out she thinks that she's fun and happy and she gets upset with the audience because they boo her and she's like why are you booing me you guys always wanted me to stand up for myself and i finally did and this is what i'm doing guys i'm i'm making but this waves is, this for is myself. what they just did with bailey yeah you but you know do what i don't watch that show so i didn't see that happen <laughs> i know bailey Touché. said she that's wants true. to be a role model to your kids but that's like awesome and that is a great heel thing to say and i love yeah. that but Dakota Kai doesn't have to say that. She just has to say, guys, I'm like, I'm becoming stronger. Finally, I'm doing it. I, I don't I, understand. I, I get your criticism and I like that direction, but I kind of like what they're doing with her right now, which yeah. is um, I'm just going to say that I'm tough and that I can take on anybody. And then every single match proves that I can't until I cheat so blatantly that i just get disqualified and then i go see i told you i'm i'm super tough yeah that's good it's great in like a five minute match it's not great in like she a is minute. she is so good at scrambling yeah and well she's the bef- ultimate weenie she looks before great. before she was scrambling and it was like you know the classic baby face in peril right? yeah you were like oh my god but now she's scrambling right after coming out and being one of the few people they're allowing to have a promo before the match and having that promo be like, I am completely unafraid of anyone and I will kill anyone who gets in my way. And then she gets hit once and like 
looks like a wounded deer running away into the woods. It's so good. It is very good. You're right about that. But I just, I feel like there could have been another way to take it. Although she's getting a lot of booze, so I guess it's fine. Um, yeah, even even if you don't like it, you should... Okay, here's another fucking... Yeah, we already talked about No Way Jose. Here's another name that we haven't... Uh, now I can't even remember his name. Tristan Plank, Daddy had a stroke on the mic. <laughs> Hold on one second. It's just like Bernie. Dude, he's flipping me off. He loves him so much. He loves him so much. Pastoral tattoo on the shoulder. Oh, said Lars racist Sullivan. shit. Huh? Lars, Lars Sullivan. Sullivan. Yeah. Oof. Um, Boy, I, I'm going to make uh, your old Lars Sullivan argument back to you. Oh yeah. You don't like Dakota Kai right now. That means she's a good heel. That's that wasn't my Lars Sullivan. Um, yes, argument. it was my Lars Sullivan argument. And you could you go said back. you said that he did cross faces and they looked stupid yes. and ineffectual and that you hated it and that meant that he was a good heel. Right. The she res- is doing the same thing. No, it doesn't because the wrestling was making me pissed. With her, it's with her, it's the booking that's making me pissed. Her matches shouldn't be this long. I I, di- I I still disagree. Because the problem is, it if if she's going to be a weenie that needs to cheat, why is she like in a 15-minute, 20-minute match without cheating until the very end? So she didn't need to cheat. No, that is the point. And if she's not tough, the why point, is the she point... taking all the offense and not losing? And then, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I think the point is that She's still the old Dakota Kai, uh-huh. and she still can weather the storm, and she's still, you know, I really like that she's still calling herself captain of Team Kick, which is, like, her, like, you know, I think triumphant just, hero name. Yeah, I think it was just her and the one that she bashed up, Tegan yeah. Max, who um, came out of nowhere, too. Like, where the hell did she come from? She was, yeah, she just, she just appeared. popped up last month, and we're talking about things that happened this month. Okay, so that's that's uh, Dakota Kai. Another thing that happened this month is, and you did just bring it up, they are starting, and I'm fully putting this on NWA Power, they are starting to put in more promo segments before matches, including live promo segments where you see them say something to the camera and then walk out right be- right out onto the ring. And I think that this is, yeah, part of it is because, oh, we're doing it as a TV show now and it's live, so it might be a fun thing to do. But another part is they are doing this very successfully somewhere else, and it looks yeah. great. And we, I guess, used to do this 100 well, years and, ago. Let's and do they do again. some of that on AEW, too, sometimes. Oh, so I'm like, sure they do. Yeah, I yeah. just don't. Yeah, I don't watch that one as much as you. But, yeah. I, I did really like on the uh, pre-taped Christmas episode... Uh, having it start off with uh, Roderick Strong backstage being like, yeah. open challenge. And then he's like, and I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> and then we walks through the curtains. I think that's really good. Especially because what it also implies dork. that nobody had enough has enough time to respond to the open challenge. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, no, it's a, it's a great, it is a really great thing. And I'm so happy to see promos back in wrestling, like actual promos where people are yeah. talking in the mic and it's good. And I, I know power is not the greatest thing on the earth, 
but I'm putting a lot of that on power because that came and woke me up to that again and made me so happy that it's there. And so, you know. No, I, I, I did really like watching Power. I, I really think that I uh, used Jim Cornette saying the bad words to uh, as an excuse to, to not watch another scheduling. wrestling yeah. show. <laughs> to open like, up scheduling for yourself during the week. I understand. Oh, okay. He said he said something racist. I don't I'm not watching that anymore. And if anybody asks, it's because of the racism and it's not just because I don't have enough time to fucking watch all this wrestling. Yeah, I know. I, I fell off of MLW, which is for, for a similar reason. That was something that they did, is they started throwing in promos. That was another thing that I remember. I think oh, this yeah, was yeah, supposed yeah. to be I'm, like I'm a challenge how many things can you remember or something. I definitely like that they're doing more talking. I think that that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, because they have long been having great wrestling, but then like very little anything else. I don't know. Yeah. And, and, and I think that also the like before match or right after match promo is the best way to go because we don't want it to turn into fucking raw or SmackDown where it's mainly promos. We want it to be tied to the wrestling, but you still gotta, you know, every once in a while, come out there and fucking rile the fans up. Oh, fucking yeah. Fucking rules. Okay. Um, let's talk about uh, the championships. Right, because that's a big thing that happened. We got two new champions. We did. First of all, we have new cruiserweight champion, Angel Garza. So there's pros and cons to this. The pro is... What fucking cons are there? The con is that the series between him and Leo Rush is now over. Because that is some of the res- best wrestling I've been watching, period. Like, that, yeah, those guys those were, those were are amazing. incredible. They are incredible. Uh, please, God, don't cool Leo Rush off. Like, let him come back for it. Just have him yeah. run through a bunch of people and just come back for it i these guys can wrestle a hundred times and i'd watch it i don't even like crazy flippy shit but i just i love this well they did such a good job of actually telling little stories with the crazy flippy shit you know um i really like aew but there are kind of two matches that happen in AEW. There's spot fests, but there is like a story being told. Uh, somebody's leg gets injured or, you know, whatever, right? And then there are what I sometimes term as exhibition matches, which is just like not a lot of storytelling being told. You're mainly watching it because, holy shit, that was a cool stunt. You know? Yeah. And um and they they never had any moments that felt like that, where they were just like, the reason you're watching it is because somebody's doing uh like four fifty or something. It was always like and also the fact that a lot of the storytelling revolved directly around Angel Garza's pants. He gets more character development out of his fucking pants than most people do with an entire gimmick. And I'm going to give 
him and Leah Rush both credit to how that was booked because they they definitely were like, well, this time we're going to keep the pants on because you don't even have enough time to take off the pants. Like, it's just that much of a hard match. Like, your pants are on. That's yeah, how yeah. hard this is. And I love that. But I but I like that every single time they did a different thing with the pants. Yeah, it's really good. And it's it's very smart. Love love those fucking matches. Yeah. They were really great. So the pro and the pro is, of course, I said the con is that they won't be fighting each other for a little while at least. And the con the, the, the con and the pro is that, you know, Angel Garza is the most over guy in a long time in cruiserweight history oh absolutely and he has the belt so that's great and hopefully it which is crazy because leo rush was pretty over too he was but... really over and they, he was getting booed because they love angel garza so much he is i mean he's the world's handsomest man the thing that's so wild is yes he is number one and number two he was a dick to leo rush's wife and everybody <laughs> everybody is still booing leo rush but I yeah, guess it yeah. was because of the I guess it was because of the botch finish. Um the the fake botch finish, the work botch yeah, finish, yeah, yeah, botch sure. finish. Um with the with the legs on the ropes or something like that because that was that was actually pretty good. The, the, I have to tell you those matches We talked about that before. Yeah, yeah. Those matches are some of the best. I I really want those guys both to go super far and it sucks that they're so small cuz they probably won't go as far as they could, but over there again i'm still viewing that as a plus yeah you know because uh they're not getting as much attention paid to them maybe they well, wouldn't have done here, all those things if they had here's let me let me uh give you a counterpoint yeah which is hold on one second let me let this ambulance go by <laughs> let me give you a counterpoint which is the new women's champion Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhea Ripley has fast become uh, the people's champion. Everybody loves her. Yeah. Here's the major con of her being champion. Shayna Baszler is no longer champion. Yeah, that's wild. How could that be? I'll tell you how that could be. We're about to have another Women's Royal Rumble. Uh and I'm very worried that we're about to say R.I.P. Shayna Baszler. Oh, no. Until hopefully she gets reincarnated like Finn Balor and a couple of other people. Um, Breezango. Yeah. Where's Breezango? Oh, they came pr- back. And- yeah, I, I feel like we missed some of their matches, too, because we're watching on Hulu. Oh. Yeah, Forgotten Sons were on, and I know Forgotten Sons, blah, 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 but I miss Forgotten Sons. Sometimes yeah. I get hungry, but it, it's just, <laughs> I I think that this is wild. Yeah, it's wild. We're missing a lot of people, but yeah, oh, no, Shayna, stay, stay forever. But see, that's the problem. When you're a cool, big person... There's the chance that they're going to bring you to Raw or SmackDown. Whereas our our sweet little baby boys and girls, they might lose the belt. But, you know, do you really think that uh, Leo Rush is about to have a, a big, long tenure on Raw? I, I don't. No, you're right. They They haven't brought up fucking Johnny Gargano. 
Like, if you're not going to bring that guy up, yeah, then he's NXT you're, for life. You're, there's literally a, you know, must be this tall to enter Raw or SmackDown yeah. on Vince's door. Like, yeah, I could see that. That guy had, like, what? Uh, six five-star matches yeah, he, last year? He's He's one of the best. <laughs> it is true. So, like, you know... If small small dudes and small women, oh my god! Yeah, we'll never see Candice anywhere but NXT. So much less to worry about because there's just a fucking bias against them. Whereas, like you know, Adam Cole is maybe the only person that I would be worried about. Yeah, and here's why. Because the WWE clearly just paid uh, Pro Wrestling Insider to make him Wrestler of the Year. He was he was number one on their men's top 500. He got the cover, and that makes me think, oh, they might actually bring a small, weird, little weasel-bodied, giant-headed dude to the main roster. But... Beyond that, you know, like, am I worried that Kyle O'Reilly is going to go to the main roster? Absolutely not. Yeah, no, I don't think he will. I don't know. I don't know if uh, uh, Vince McMahon is looking at Kyle and Fish and going like, we got to get these people. Well, I mean, because every time he has a meeting with Bobby Fish, Bobby Fish breaks his leg on the way out of the door. (laughs) <laughs> I feel so bad for but he's so fucking good and he's just getting so injured all the time. It's insane. It's really We need upsetting. to protect our boy. He should be wearing a helmet or something. Like I don't know. <laughs> he come, comes out in wrist guards like he's fucking a 10-year-old rollerblading in 1996. Rhea Ripley is now the champ. I I like it. I I don't really <clears throat> like it but it makes sense she's super over she does look legitimately tough i just wish and you know what had stayed because i i don't know if she i don't know if she has it but i she has it to be champ i didn't know if she had it to take shane i guess she did i don't know here's 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 the thing that i think makes it a good choice rhea ripley is big and tough and young so her winning against Shayna Baszler and she's over. Yeah, that's true. So her winning against Shayna Baszler seems plausible. Um but because she's young, I think that you can have her hold it for a couple of months and then lose it yeah. and nobody's going to be like pissed off. And you know, here's here's the one thing I'll say. I hope that this time they give us a few of those because it was literally Oscar for like a year and a half. Yeah. And then like what? Two months of Ember Moon. Yeah. And then Shayna Baszler for a year. Kyrie Sane. And then like Kyrie Sane for a week. Yeah. And then Shayna Baszler after that. Yeah. I think that they need to get like two or three short reigns before they go back to the like, here's the new dominating badass. Well, that's because they don't really have, if, if Shayna does leave, they don't really have a dominating badass anymore. 
So, I mean, they have Rhea, but she's not dominating. She's just a badass. Like, I don't look at Rhea and, and think because of her wrestling, she's unbeatable. Because that's not the suggestion, even in the ring. The suggestion yeah. is she's just so powerful. But, I mean, we have powerful people. We have uh, Bianca Belair, who's probably stronger than her. Yeah. And, like, you know, we have, like, Mia Yim, who's also really big, like, really tall and built. Yeah, I mean, I could I could easily see Bianca Belair being the person that eventually takes the title off of Rhea Ripley. Yeah. And I don't think anybody's going to get pissed off about that. No, and then Mia takes it off of her, probably. Like, you could just transition <clears throat> back and forth between all the people people really like and use people like Bianca, who people are hot and cold on, to transition the, the belt over and hopefully give them a little bit more shine with the crowd because I don't see why nobody I don't see why half the people are not in Bianca's corner. She's amazing. I know she's like kind of a bad guy, but at the same time she just she's incredible. Yeah. So I don't know. But that's the women's you you have it totally right. That's the reason why Rhea works cuz she could lose it. And it's fine. Um, and yeah, I'm just uh, a little worried about what happens to Shayna Baszler, especially considering, as far as I know, maybe she's injured, but uh, Ronda Rousey is still technically a part of the WWE. Yeah, she is, but she's not wrestling. She's like doing a Brock Lesnar thing where she's just not wrestling until like she wants to, I think, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but I mean, like... So, uh, they're not dumb enough to not try to cash in on the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen. No, they're, you know? they're going to do it at some point. But we were I would kind of hope that they would have done it at, like, a, a Survivor Series or something like that. It, instead of well, just bringing we, we have, straight we, on. We have a, uh, a Royal Rumble coming up. And then after that, we have WrestleMania. I mean, WrestleMania like, is the logical... <clears throat> choice for that because it's so big yeah and the women had such a big year even on the other brands that i even that even i knew about a lot of the stuff that was going on with that that it just this is probably the good year to do it yeah so i don't know i just i just hope that she doesn't stay on whatever brand she ends up too long because that's true she's still fucking one of my favorite wrestlers. she's really good i she's Really good. Um, haven't been any championship changes with uh, the rest of the belts. Right. We still got Undisputed Era holding the men's championship, the North American championship, which uh, Roderick Strong defended against uh, our new uh, baby boy. Um, Austin what's Theory. Austin Theory. Our buddy that we all boon at Evolve shows. He has a, a – this is – I don't want it to sound horny. He's got a really nice butt. Oh, like yeah, yeah, really yeah. good – like, he's got a great butt. He – I mean, he's obviously a bodybuilder, so it makes sense. But, you know, he – yeah. He's, like, very – I think he's very conscious, and he's – Well, you know, he's – in Evolve, he was, like – a gigantic buff asshole. Mm. Um, but yeah, 
Roderick Strong is not that much smaller than him. So, like, no. I can Roderick see Strong him being... is more cut-looking than him, too. So, like, when they were having the match, they did look like equals. It looked really good. Yeah, I mean, I was about to say, I can I can see him being very versatile in how they can use him. I, I think that they could have him as a, like, kind of intimidating muscle guy, but I think that they could also have him as, like, a... A technical guy. Yeah, and it, like you could put him up work. against. You could put him up against Johnny Gargano. It would look okay. You could put him up against Damian <laughs> Priest. It would still look okay, even though Damian yeah, Priest is exactly. so much bigger than him. Absolutely. Yeah. I, it probably it probably only gets ridiculous when it gets to like Keith Lee, but Keith Lee makes anybody look stupid. We got to talk about Keith Lee when we talk about the men's belt because there is. Well, we're not talking about the men's belt, so let's just talk okay. about it now. There's a big problem with the men's belt because they're telling a cool story but Keith Lee is so good and over that he's messing the story up because everybody wants Keith Lee to be champ but they're telling all this cool shit happening with Champa and and Goldie and Finn Balor and Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano coming out again and it's just like oh I know something crazy is gonna happen and Champa's gonna like get Goldie or lose Goldie, but then he's going to be like, oh, it's cool. I'll be in DIY again. And, you know, my time with the championship was great or whatever. Maybe that's how they transition him off of it. But they have to get rid of the whole thing and just put Keith, put the belt on Keith Lee because everybody is clamoring for it so badly. Yeah. He is probably the biggest guy that they've – not inside. He is the, like, most over guy that they've got, Period. Yeah, no, that's and it's well deserved. True. I'm not saying it's not. It's just it's a problem because we have like this existing storyline that he doesn't quite fit into, but they shoehorn him in just to capitalize on his popularity. I I wonder. We're gonna talk about this more later, um, but I wonder how much. Not that he doesn't deserve to be as over as he is, but I wonder how much of that is due to his wrestling and how much of it is due to he has a couple of chants that everybody likes to chant and like and like NXT loves a chant yeah and they 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 will do a chant even if it's not the right time to do a chant and like yeah. they clearly one of their favorites right now is Oh, bask in his glory. Yeah. And I've heard them do that when, like, Keith Lee's name is just mentioned and he isn't even in a match. Yeah. And it's like, guys, come on. But that's that's when that sort of thing happens, I think of that more as they want him to have the belt than we're just going to chant just, cause, just for the hell of it. Because he is so uniquely – like, it's like it's an Adam Cole thing. Everybody loves Adam Cole Bebe, and they all shout Adam Cole Bebe, and we were walking around Brooklyn, and everybody was shouting Adam Cole Bebe for hours after TakeOver, and it, it doesn't matter. They'll shout it because they love it. But at the same time, I don't think anyone has timing like Adam Cole on NXT. Like, yeah. his timing is perfect. And so, like... And he, he also seems to be one of the one guys that knows how to roll with how chaotic the NXT crowd can yeah. be. And there are a lot of people that can do that a little bit, but every once in a while will still be thrown off 
kilter by, for instance, them doing a Keith Lee chant in the middle of somebody else's promo. And, like, when that happens to Adam Cole, he's like, well, how would Adam Cole respond to this? He'd be a little pissy asshole about yeah, it. Yeah, and it works out great. And he's he, so his promo ability is incredible, but also his timing is impeccable. He can wrestle in a simple style and then throw out some crazy signature stuff. And he really doesn't do too much more than that. It's all just storytelling other than that. So I think he deserves that spot, even with the chance. And I think Keith Lee is in a similar state. You could say that I'm cold. Yeah. I, was just, I just wanted to get that idea. Oh, no, no, no. It's okay. Yeah. Listen, Thijak is weird, but we could all be shouting feast your eyes, and we're not. And that's why I think that Keith Lee has something else. It's not just a chance. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that more in a bit. Uh, to wrap up this section, one more thing happened this last month. Yeah. There was the NXT Awards, and I forgot who every single person was that won. Yeah, it's going to be weird, too, because I'm sure a lot of people that won were not guys that we've been watching recently because so many people got injured. Velveteen Dream is still out. Uh, Matt Riddle has been gone for a while. I don't know if he's injured or they're just cooling him off because he could take it because he's so great. Um, He also could be having matches that we're missing again. That's another thing. Uh, Uh. who else? So has can been gone? you? I I have the list yeah. up here, and I'll just try and guess or something. Or yeah, let's, so give me a category. Do you want me to give you the yeah, categories? Just give me a category, and I'll guess. Male competitor of the year. Uh, probably. I'm gonna say either Adam Cole or Keith Lee. Adam, Adam Cole. Cole. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. He's always on top. He's just here's one here's of the, the best. thing. I'm looking at this right now, and maybe this is giving away too much. Yeah. But um, not a lot of different choices. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why it was less memorable because the same guy won for the past like couple of million. years. Huh? Oh, whoops! The same guy won a million. Adam Cole won like six, right? I I saw like a joke post about it where he's like standing kind there of, with a but bunch but of I'm like I'm talking Roderick more Strong just like or something. Kind of, but I'm I'm talking about more just like uh, there aren't any choices that you're like, oh, I didn't see that happening. Mm, okay. Like for instance, female competitor of the year, Shayna Baszler, or Rhea obviously, Ripley, but it's Shayna Baszler. Obviously, Shayna yeah, Baszler. Which it would be fun to see like rankings because it would be nice to see where EO is because I bet she would either be I two can, or I three. Can, I can tell you, you know what? These might actually be rankings because they aren't in alphabetical order. So let me read these off to you. Okay. Male competitor of the year, Adam Cole won, also in contendership. Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Velveteen Dream, Walter, Tyler Bate. Wow. Keith Lee wasn't even on there? Uh, I guess over the whole year, over the course of the year, he wasn't as big as he is now. That's true. Female competitor of the year, you have Shayna Baszler, and then also in competition, Io Shirai, Rhea Ripley, Kaylee Ray, Tony Storm, Bianca Belair. Yeah, they had put their images up, and we could like vote. I remember that. But you know, oh yeah, these were people that they had already picked too. 
Because they had put them up together and that we had to vote on them, I think, right? Yeah. Mm. But that's but that's what I mean. It's like, you know, in, in past years, you know, Io Shirai might have won female competitor of the year. But, like, no. It's Shayna Baszler. She was the champion. She's the best. Yeah. Like, it, these, aren't, these aren't surprising. So, for instance, overall competitor of the year is Adam Cole. Right. With a runner-up of Shayna Baszler. Okay. That makes sense. And then... Can you tell me who the tag team of the year is? Well, they can't say Street Profits because they're gone. It's got to be Undisputed Era. Undisputed Era with also in contendership... The Street Profits? Yeah, but they can't win. They're not there. Well, no. You can win even if you've yeah? left. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, I think so. But the British Street Strong Profits? Uh, no. Grizzled Young Veterans? That's really? James Drake and Zach Gibson. Yeah, no, I know those guys. Yeah. yeah. They uh, won we have off Flash of... Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews. Oh, wow. A lot of UK because that's all the tag teams are there. And the Viking Raiders. Oh, yeah, I guess they technically were in NXT during this year. Yes, they were technically. Although they they, they list them like as almost. the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar. And it's like, you probably should have listed them as War Raiders. Yeah, Rowan uh, Hansen. Rowan Hansen, yeah. They, they, did, they, they did leave a while ago, though. So I don't think that they even stood a chance. You should have put Forgotten Sons on there. <laughs> I mean, I if them. you want, a, if them. you want a tag team that is truly indicative of what NXT is like, yeah, put on Forgotten Sons. Yeah, Forgotten Sons. And I miss them. Um, uh, rivalry of the year. Hmm. Gargano and Cole, right? Yes. I mean, he went to the pizza shop and everything. It was pretty good. Yeah. He, they got the um, wrestling student to come down and challenge him. Oh, that was so That was good. really good. That was such a little, a, a perfectly made little thing, you know? That, that really was the rivalry of the year. Um, We also had Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai, which um, I, I'm i glad that that didn't win yeah. because that was fun, but it was kind of short. Yeah. Um, Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler, that I think is, is in stronger contendership. Yeah, but it was way um, short. British Strong Style versus Imperium. Okay, I'm sure that was good. I didn't watch NXT UK. And Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong. That was very good as well. But it was also very short because Velveteen Dream got hurt. Yeah, but the little baby dick thing was pretty great. The little baby dick thing was fucking classic. Uh, We have Breakout Star of the Year. Breakout Star. Could it be... Damien Priest? Come on. It's not Damien Priest? Come on. You've been waiting to say somebody's name. Oh, is it Angel Garza? You've been waiting to say somebody's name. I don't know. Whose name should I say? It's Keith Lee. Keith Lee is the breakout star? (laughs) Apparently. He's been a star since he got... Okay, well, whatever. It's fine. Did he come this year? I thought he's been here for two years yes. now. No. Oh, well, there you go. That's my problem. I thought he was already here for last <laughs> year. 
because he's been his whole uh, storyline has been I've been languishing. Like he said, twenty eighteen yeah, was a bad year insane. for it. Started off good, and twenty nineteen is no good for me or whatever. Okay, I guess he came in towards the end of twenty eighteen or something. Uh, we have also <laughs> Dominic Dijakovic, Matt Riddle, Candice LeRae, Damian Priest, Angel Garza, Rhea Ripley. Joe Coffey, and Piper Niffin. Yeah, for me, oh, Piper Niffin was on that list. Very good. But she's in UK, yeah. right? It would be, oh, if she yeah. was here, that would be fucking rad. Yeah, that that would be excellent. I mean, Piper Niffin is almost enough to make me want to check out a couple of uh, UK episodes. I, but I'm not going you, to because I'm not going to give money to You the can watch her on all kinds of fun japanese matches though she is really fucking good she's she's excellent she was in stardom for a while i feel like she was in sendai girls and she fought hashimoto which was insane if i if it was there or i'm just imagining it but i that would have been one of the best matches that's that's excellent so that's good Um, she was on that list we have takeover of the year which I don't know if I agree with. Yeah, I can't. I'm probably not going to remember what happened at each takeover. Um, yeah, it's the most recent war games. Really? I mean, all of it was fun, but I I don't know. I just I just feel like they were better. War War Games is always very fun, but it's always a fucking clusterfuck. Everybody who listens to our show knows our opinions on War Games. Uh, it's good, but it's not great. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know... Oh. I mean, you should have one every year because it's a fun thing to have, and if you didn't have it, I'd miss it, but it's not... I don't go out of my way. There there was a lot of good, good stuff this year, and I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um... Future star of NXT. Ooh. See, I don't understand what they mean by that, but Cameron Grimes? He's on the list. Okay. Uh, future star. So it's got to be somebody who's new. It's kind of like a breakout, but not really a breakout thing. It's like even newer. Uh, No, actually the person that won has been around for a while, but... uh is only just now getting utilized. Okay. Yeah, see, that's very weird to me. Future star. What could that mean? It's Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai. Yowch. And <sighs> she got a big... Dakota Kai is the future star of NXT. Um, also in contendership was Cameron Grimes, Kushida, which... <laughs> Future star, he's, the guy who's been wrestling 25 years. He's going to make his name in NXT. I think he's finally going to do it. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Oh, yeah, he's incredible. Why aren't we seeing him? I think he's on these Te- matches we don't see. Tegan Knox. Uh, this is legitimately the one that is going to be a future star. Zia Lee. Yeah, she is. You know, she never wrestled before. She's doing a great job. She's fun. She's awesome. Yeah. I fucking love Shia Lee. Um, Tynera. Tynera. Oh, poor Tynera. She's been around a long time. Poor Tynera. She lost her last name. Yeah. Uh, Bronson Reed and 
Ilya Dragunov. I don't even know who that is. I don't think I've seen it. He is currently in NXT UK. UK. Okay. All right. Well, and that's fine. to to tell you to tell you uh, a little bit about Ilya Dragunov, um, he doesn't have a photo on his Wikipedia page. He's a real future star. <laughs> real future star. Um, and last but not least, match of the year. Oof, this is going to be rough. There were so many really good ones. Uh, yeah. There were so many really good ones. And it's not going to be Leo Rush versus Angel Garza, which is unfortunate because it probably is Leo Rush versus Angel Garza one. Yeah. It's probably um, the first This is one. another yeah. one that I kind of disagree with because it was a clusterfuck. Yeah. Oh. What could it be? The War Games match with Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano? That was not a War Games match. Uh, the, the Hell in a Cell or whatever? Yes. That is, that is the, the most clusterfuck match of the whole year. It was good. I, I loved the first two falls, and then the third fall was just like, Oh, yeah, right. We're going to go in. The Heaven or Hell or whatever match. Three stages, Three stages of, hell. of Hell. Oh, yeah. No, that wasn't. Hmm. I wouldn't put that there. I, I wouldn't either. Um, you also have the women's uh, war games match, which uh, I good. actually think was a lot was better good. than a lot of the other matches we consider clusterfucks. Yeah, well, because it was it, they had some outside cool stuff going on to make it more of a... I mean, I know the men's one had that too, but it, I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai in a steel cage match on NXT. That was good. I think that that was great. Uh, Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai at NXT TakeOver Toronto. I'm skipping some of the UK yeah. ones because we haven't watched those. Um, uh, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano in the first two out of three falls match at NXT TakeOver Toronto. That one was good, too. I mean, these are all um, good matches, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess I don't have to list all of these because, yeah, they're just... They're good matches. They, they've put on a lot of good matches. Yeah, we watched a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I just I just don't know if I would uh, have gone with... That one as the winner, uh, yeah. The one, that, the one that literally, at one point, somebody opens a bag and a bunch of weapons fall out of them. Like... That that is fun to watch, but that is not necessarily good storytelling. Well, know? it goes in. It's. I think this is because it's AEW's match of the year was John Moxley versus Kenny Omega eating glass. But that like was I'm a clusterfuck. But again, they wouldn't put that as match of the year. Yeah, exactly. But also, like, I I think that because. AEW is clearly trying to be a bit more of a hardcore promotion. I think they understand how to tell hardcore stories a bit better. Whereas whereas a lot of the time when NXT goes extreme, it seems like just like they use weapons like icing on a cake rather than like incorporating it into the story of a thing, which was really why a lot of those uh, Champa and Gargano matches were so good because they really knew how to like set up 
you know, the exposed concrete yeah. and just let it sit for like 20 minutes. And you're like, somebody's going to fucking die when they hit that concrete. And then when it happens, it's like this intense thing. Yeah. Whereas like going into a steel cage and then being like, I'm going to have a bat is not really storytelling so much as it's a guy swinging a bat. Work for Sammy Callahan. That's true. So, yeah, no. It's... The draw. I, I believe you mean the draw. The draw. Okay, so we've been recording for Two about hours. an hour and a half. Okay, yeah, right. Okay, an hour and a half. We'll move uh, on to the questions, right? It's good to do. Oh, yeah. We have some questions. We'll open up the crisp bag. Opening up the Memorial Chris bag, and uh, we have two questions here, and they're from Chris. Whoa. Uh, first of all, Chris emails me. Chris emailed us, answer my question, in all caps. So that's what we're going to okay. do. He asks... Since NXT is supposedly main roster now, would you rather do away with takeovers and add NXT to main roster pay-per-views or have brand-exclusive pay-per-views for all three main roster brands? I think if they're going to do brand-exclusive for Raw and SmackDown, they have to do brand-exclusive for NXT. I think Survivor... But they no longer do that, right? I don't know. I think that pay-per-views have now become reincorporated again if they have that's cool you can't really build storylines though for that so yeah. i don't know how well that works i think takeovers are still a good idea because honestly i don't want to watch raw and smackdown branded pay-per-views <laughs> but um yeah i think if they're doing that then add them in i think it's fine they're already treating the way that pay, the way that takeovers are being treated like pay-per-views now as in I can't watch them on Hulu anymore is is already turning them into a different thing. So I do have I I, I think that if they're going to go that route, yeah, sure, do it. Put them on Raw and SmackDown um, pay-per-views. Counterpoint at least for uh Survivor Series, and I'm guessing they're going to do it with the other big pay-per-views like SummerSlam, uh, WrestleMania, and Royal Rumble. It looks like they're going to want to have NXT wrestlers on the show. Yeah. And that worries me because I think that if you put on a super intense match the night before you shouldn't be expected to work again. Yeah, but I don't think that they and, were, Yeah, I don't think they're going to do takeovers then. If they have them on the other show as well. That's what I mean. They they did with Survivor Series. Yeah, but they yeah. So I th I think that they won't That's what I, the way that I'm talking about is if you're going to have them on the main like if you have Hell in a Cell and you just have an NXT match during Hell in a Cell they're not going to be a takeover before that. See, I think that I think that they're still going to do that. You think that. they're still going to do takeovers? If if I well, a they're definitely still going to do takeovers. But the question was, should I we don't do away with takeovers? Okay, right? I don't think that, that we should do away okay. with takeovers, right. and I also don't think that they should be on the pay per views with the quote unquote main roster brand. A, 
two completely different shows, two completely different styles of wrestling. Yeah. I get that you want to maybe have some more indie-style wrestling on the other pay-per-views, but I think that if they're going to do that, they should not do what they did with Survivor Series and have a bunch of people who wrestled the night before wrestle again the next yeah. night. I think that you say, these are the matches that are going to be on the TakeOver. And then here are maybe one or two matches with NXT people, but not the same NXT people. Yeah, treat it like the Cruiserweights. Where you have the cruiserweights yeah. on your on your pay per view, but they're not, you know, it's just like a cruiserweight match. It's an NXT match. Um, and and I think that if they see, I think that they kind of jumped the gun a little bit with Survivor Series because I think that if they set something like that up, it would be more special when somebody did show up two nights in a row, uh, because that's that's definitely going to happen with the Royal Rumble. You know, that's obviously going to happen with the Royal Rumble. But I don't understand. They're not. So they're not doing brand split pay-per-views anymore. But then what the hell? No, they haven't for like two years. What's the point of Survivor Series? I think that that is literally why they brought NXT in. It's just a battle of the brands now. But all the pay-per-views are a battle of the brands if they're not. Oh, except that there's nobody fighting each other. So... The Raw guys will fight Raw guys, and the SmackDown guys will fight SmackDown yeah, guys. Yeah, exactly. And this is the only okay. And 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 I think I think that I think that the other big difference is like they keep track of how many times Raw has won or SmackDown has won. Well, NXT won everything which is stupid. last time. So yeah, NXT won yeah, everything. Let's keep track of that. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just, just fucking call Raw uh, NXT, NXT Monday. SmackDown is NXT Tuesday. Yeah. Well, SmackDown is NXT Light. Raw is, Raw is NXT look, uh, No Sugar. <laughs> NXT Zero. Yeah, NXT Zero. That sounds good. Anyway. Um... So yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I think I that was a good question because I it's deeper than we thought because I didn't realize that they were not doing brand brand split pay per views. Um, I just I here's the other thing. I didn't even watch Survivor Series. Right. I watched like the matches when I with... found out that my my mistaken idea for what the men's championship match wasn't going to happen i like fucking too no i i watched the the stuff that i wanted to see but i didn't watch the other stuff but i'm just like i don't know if i'm gonna watch i'll probably watch royal rumble i don't know if i'm gonna watch wrestlemania unless it's at another event like we'll go to we'll go to the bar again and watch it i bet yeah, probably. But I mean just like I have I have no interest in The only thing that's rough about me is why the fuck is it on a Sunday night? I got to go to work the next day. Yeah. But whatever, it's fine. Well, also I think that a bunch of people are now we still need to schedule our uh 
Wrestle Kingdom oh, God, watch. Who knows when the hell we're going to do that? Come on, we can do that some That's weekend. True. We can do that some weekend. I'll just invite some people. If they don't come, they don't come. It's fine. Yeah, I'll definitely come, and then we can have we can have anybody else yeah. over. Anyway, um, I think that that was such a success yeah. that a bunch of people are clamoring like Takeover Friday, two day WrestleMania. We don't need fucking eight hours on one day. Well, then I'm not going to watch both of them. Oh, no, I'm not going to watch both of them. I'll either. probably just but I mean, I'll like, be a dumb dumb and I'll watch the Saturday one and not the Sunday one so I don't have to, so I can go, so I don't have to be tired the next day at work. I mean, I, I, I would probably, unless I go to some kind of watch event, yeah. I'm probably just going to do what we're doing with Wrestle Kingdom, which is. Uh, still watch it in one night, but a at night my of leisure my rather than, yeah, yeah you on know, demand. yeah, this is perfect. Yeah. I just, I just, I'm, I'm, even if there are NXT people on a non takeover pay-per-view, that really isn't enough to make me want to watch yeah. it because I also know that that probably isn't going to, really have any big consequences to nxt right. i mean you know to to really earnestly answer chris's question and not in a way that's just like oh well i think this and lo- logically speaking this is probably the best way do i want takeovers still yes but if they're not doing it that way and they're keeping it as a brand you know i think that they should just do it the way that they're doing it with the other shows with the other brands but I if they're if I would rather watch takeovers. Sorry, but, hold on you know. one second. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I understand. I, I I understand. I would rather watch takeovers, but I think logistic, logically speaking, if you're gonna do it that way with the other guys, and you know, do it that way with NXT. If if they get rid of takeovers, that is uh, the beginning of the end for me. It might be, even for me as well. But I don't know. Okay. Well, that was question one. Question two is from Chris. And he says, um, his previous question still stands. What is NXT? Is it developmental? Is it a third brand? What is it that sets NXT apart from Raw, SmackDown, and AEW that it is trying to sell me? Okay. I got a good answer on this one. Despite the fact that they're throwing storylines around on NXT, which they always have, I think NXT has always been a wrestling show. And it is a wrestling show. I think you watch NXT, you're getting the best wrestling you're going to watch all week. And that does include AEW. I'm sorry. I've seen some AEW matches. I know they're really good. I don't think the wrestling is as good as on NXT. I think that even with all the storyline stuff they're 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 just they're focusing primarily on the wrestling i think that that is a big part of it and then i also think that you're getting more of a studio vibe than anyone else because it's the same people watching this over and over again you get to know the characters through 
the fact that they show up every week and the same people are watching them and the same reactions are had, it's not like Raw or SmackDown, or I guess AEW does this too, where they travel around and different audiences in different regions will have different um, thoughts about different performers. Everybody has seen these guys a million times. Everybody has their own interpretation of them. And you're going to see, like, that's why you're always going to see the Aaliyah guy. You're going to hear that Aaliyah guy every time. And you get to know them almost in a way. So I think it's more familiar. I think it's more of a wrestling show. I think it's more of a studio vibe. It's not as much of a studio vibe as it could be because, again, Power came out this year and just showed you what you were missing by not having studio wrestling on anymore. But um, it's closer to that. And I I think that that's something that you're really not going to get with any of the other shows, like at all. It, it, It can't be replicated there. And I understand that maybe... It might seem lesser in for some people, but it's it's an option that you're not going to get anywhere else. So I do think NXT is very unique. Um, I I don't necessarily disagree with anything you just said, but as kind of counterpoints, I would say, um, I don't know if I would agree to saying that. NXT has better wrestling, but it's certainly a different kind of wrestling that you're not getting other places. Um, Like I was saying earlier in this episode, AEW's wrestling is mainly focused on the spectacle and the technical craft. And sometimes they have slower matches, but a lot of their filler matches are... um, basically just little fun stunt shows you know you, you get to see pentagon jr comes out and does like a five minute match with so and so and they do some flips and shit and it's like ah it's fucking fun um nxt is definitely focused more on a kind of weirdly a slower paced wrestling style but incorporating some of that indie flair that still hasn't really been brought to the main roster uh certainly hasn't been brought safely to the main roster um you know both aew and nxt still have an over-reliance on suicide dives uh that's just a thing that happens now everybody fucking jumps through ropes I don't really understand why, except for Orange Cassidy, and it's because Orange Cassidy does it with his hands in his pockets, and that's, like, fucking insane, you know? Yeah, but if he does it every Um, single time, it's going to get old. Yes, but that's the thing. Most of the time, he doesn't even fucking wrestle when he shows up. They're they're actually being really stingy with him, and I think that that's a, a good inclination, you know? You... He is so exciting, and you don't want somebody exciting to become rote and You obvious. don't want that, that gimmick to get stale, because that gimmick is yeah. so wild, it can't get stale. Yeah, no. A- and it's only going to get stale if he's doing the same thing every single night. Uh, so if most of the time he's literally just sitting in a chair in the audience and people get to clap for him, that's, like, the best possible thing you can do. And then, like... Every other month, you actually put him in a match, and everybody goes, 
holy shit, this guy is good. This guy is, like, really good. I forgot how good he is. I just thought he was a fun, funny dude. Anyway, that's AEW. That isn't NXT. Um, but, yeah, I would I would more describe it as two different wrestling styles rather than a better wrestling style. Um, but I totally get why you think that that's a better wrestling style. I'm not trying to invalidate that. Alec, I support your beliefs. I, I think it's important that you have your own opinions. But then the other thing is that you mentioned is the audience. And the audience is both... Again, I, I kind of want to say that you look at AEW and you look at NXT and they are wildly different kinds of audiences and I can't really say that one is the better version than the other because they both bring very different things and the NXT audience is constantly engaged which is fucking wild you know that that doesn't happen usually um but i will say and and this is one of the reason why i like the nxt audience but i get when people fucking hate the nxt audience and it's because they're engaged on their own fucking terms they are not engaged on a tv audience's terms and they don't help support those terms. They care about their experience in that fucking room. Uh, and this is one of the reasons why earlier I was saying that they just like chanting for Keith Lee. Because I forget what the match was. But there was a match. And it was I think it was going to be Dijakovic and Keith Lee versus maybe Undisputed Era. Maybe somebody else. I forget who. But the other team is coming out. And I know that this audience loves that team. But while the, the, the team is coming out, they're chanting, oh, bask in his glory. And you can say, oh, maybe that's just because they really support Keith Lee. But then the other team does one move and they all start chanting for that team. And that just feels like, I think it's so cool that the NXT crowd is just there to support these wrestlers that they love. And I support all of those wrestlers, you know? But something that I like to do is when I go to a wrestling event, you know, last, last year at TakeOver Brooklyn... I did something. This is something that I like to do at wrestling events. Maybe the NXT crowd can start doing this. Uh, it was Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. Two very good wrestlers. I love both of them. But you took a side. I took a side. I cheered for Shayna Baszler. You cheered for Kyrie okay, Sane. I, I said I wasn't going to do it, but I can't. I can't do it. I didn't cheer for anybody because I wanted Shayna to win. But you can't cheer a bad guy in a live wrestling show, unless it's Eddie Kingston. Alec, not taking a side is taking a side. You chose to support Ky Kyrie Sane, 
over Shayna Baszler. Okay. Agreed, disagree. But <laughs> but but I chose a person, even though I liked them both. And then Kyrie Sane won, and I was fucking pissed off. But that is what's supposed to happen in a wrestling match. And I wasn't there going, yay, Kyrie Sane. Yay, Shayna Baszler. Right? Like, I I chose the person that I wanted to win, and I fucking rolled out That's with right. it. That's um, right. And I don't think that this is just something that happens in smaller studio shows, because NWA Power, they choose people to boo and people to cheer. And sometimes it's a mixed crowd, but that's okay. I don't mind right. that. In fact, AEW has a lot of that. AEW, because they're in a big stadium, they have a lot of, like, half of the crowd really likes this one team and the other crowd really likes All the other. these guys in red know? hats, they really love Jericho. <laughs> I guess they're old-time wrestling fans. That's probably it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought no, Jericho it's actually really the walls down. That's, a That's good how come nobody did that yet? People did that. We just haven't been listening Somebody or reading have. anything. Maybe, maybe it's now build the wall now. That's what it is. Build the wall now. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, no, weirdly, uh, Chris Jericho and the Inner Circle are like. One of the only people that get almost unanimous booze. It's very funny. It's very funny because I think everybody... Again, this goes to what I was saying, though, before. If you talk to anybody one-on-one, they are going to be like, right now, Chris Jericho, I didn't think he could get better, but he's at the top of his game. This is the best he's been in a long time. He's so funny. He's so charismatic. He's such a good champion. And yet, the instant he walks into a room, everybody turns to him and goes, Fuck you. I hate you. Get out of here. We don't want you. And then he leaves and they go, Best wrestler in the world right there. Great. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, I hear that. And so, you know, like, I... I I like the NXT audience, but it's it has its pros and its cons. I can leave it at that. Um, uh, and and so yeah, I I think that I think that NXT NXT is definitely giving us something that is not available other places, uh, and. To talk about another thing that we were talking about before. The new Wednesday Night Wars. Um, really, I think that there aren't two better TV shows to be going head-to-head right now. Because they really just are two different things. They aren't trying to be each other. And I kind of like that, you know? That's definitely it. Yeah, that is the case. They're not... 
when you see NXT changing a little bit, I don't think it's because of AEW necessarily. I think it's because they're seeing things that are going on in the wide world of wrestling and they want to adapt those things in. I, I think that I think that a lot of it sadly is them responding to AEW, but I don't yeah, but necessarily like in a dick think that way, not in a yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Not in yeah. They aren't trying to be uh AEW. And in fact, it was it was very funny because uh when I found out that um uh the Christmas episode was going to be the debut of Shotzi Blackheart and with um Chris Statlander showing up on AEW and winning her first, I think, three matches. I I was talking to you and I said, now we're going to see how afraid NXT is of AEW. Because if Shotzi shows up and gets a her first win, I feel like that's them just trying to do what AEW is doing. And to their credit... She did not get that win. Unfortunately, none of the new people on that episode got their win. And that kind of became, like, boring and samey. But uh, I don't think that, that NXT is, like, looking at AEW and trying to book in response to them. Which is the best thing for everybody. Oh, yeah, because their you know? booking so far has been really good. So they don't need and AEW's booking has yeah, been no, no, very no. good, and I'm it's not saying, been completely different yeah, styles. I'm not of saying that you you want one over the other, but I'm saying that their booking is not the thing. If you're worried that there are problems that you need to fix, the booking is not what you need to fix. And and really, when it comes down to it, I think that you know you mentioned before I don't have access to to uh, TNT, so that's one of the reasons that I watch it that I watch AEW night of, right? Yeah. I think that the other one is because NXT usually has longer matches, usually has uh, shorter promos. Um, I like to focus on NXT. And... Again, I'm not actually saying this as a negative, but because AEW has some matches that are just, like, from the moment they start, you go, this is going to be a spot fest. Um, yeah, you could just bullshit it's so and much more through it. Yeah, it's so much more fun to go to a bar and drink while watching it because if you miss, like, five, ten minutes, it's, like, not the end of the world. Whereas when I miss five minutes of NXT, I'm like, oh, I kind of want to back it up. And, you know, you can't do anything while watching it, um, which both. If the Forgotten Sons are wrestling, you can get up and get something to eat. Yes, yes. That's that's the designated intermission as far as Alec is concerned. Uh, but, you know, like. That is both a again a positive and a negative because it means that they are making their show feel very important but also um it's not always fun to feel like a wrestling show is like a responsibility and like AEW still doesn't feel like a responsibility because 
they when they're not being like ultra violent they don't seem to take very much very seriously in a very good way taking a wrestling show as a responsibility being not fun is the theme of our podcast <laughs> yeah 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 if you want to know why we stopped doing weekly yeah podcasts, we used to do weekly i look back on that and go what the hell were we doing what were we thinking we used to we used to call the matches we used to like say what happened in the matches do you remember that? Insane. Insane. I used to dread doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I had roommates too. I'm so sorry. I was sitting I... in my bedroom with my girlfriend behind me and she had to like stay quiet the whole time. It was insane. I'm sorry. That that was just because I had too big of a stick up my well, ass. It wasn't just that. It was also we didn't really know how to do a wrestling podcast. Now we know. You just don't really do it. You you just don't really watch the wrestling, and then you uh, pull opinions out yeah, of your you're ass. You talk about Bernie Sanders dying on the way to the ring. <laughs> he would not die on the way. To He'd the run ring. out okay. like the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Bernie Sanders getting super gassed before he can even make it in. I think that would happen if he walked. Uh, Shut the fuck up. I like him though. You know, guys, vote for him. It's fine. Absolutely vote for him. Yeah. Who are you voting for? Uh, whoever wins the... Mayor Pete? Whoever wins the primary. I'm not, a, I'm not a registered Democrat. Oh, you aren't. Okay. <laughs> so you're, you're one of those yeah, scumbags. Yeah, I'm a real... I'm a real ho-hummer. I just look around, ho hum, ho hum. So wait, are you registered independent or No, I'm just not registered anything. Are you not registered to yeah, vote? No, I don't vote. <laughs> oh, you're one I'm of not those a US people. citizen. What oh no, you're a sovereign citizen, I, are you? I am. I'm a citizen of Alec Nation. <laughs> You're really into fringe on flags and... Yeah, well, you know, you can't stop me from doing anything. I am an entire world unto myself. (laughs) And that's going to be it for us this month. I've been Tristan Marsh. I've been Alec Basio. We didn't do our normal intro, so... But we'll do our normal outro. Now you know who our names are. I think I said that in the beginning. Um... Doesn't matter. You can listen to us on Google Play, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. Please go on iTunes and rate and review us. It would really help out things. Um, you can talk to me on Twitter. I'm at Enemy of Both. You can also check out my Patreon patreon.com slash undisputed artist you can give me money for the production of this show as well as a a free digital edition of any comic i self-publish so that's fun alec you got anything comics are very good oh thank you so much yeah 
And I got a... Mine is a... My Twitter's VF Harpoon. That's it from us this month. Tune in next month to find out what's next. What's NXT? Oh, I see. My my comedy go-to, I'm not actually trying to do an impression of them, is just the high-pitched squeaky voice. Yeah. I just do like, Hi, I'm Alec! Yeah, right. That's what I'm talking about. It's always like, uh, I'm, I'm Tristan Marsh. And I'm no, you're, you're doing like... Thing. You're doing like weird witch voice. I'm doing well, like high-pitched voice. Everyone's a fucking witch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is... None of this is getting used.